0: What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to episode number 21 of the Group Meeting Podcast here at FanboysAnonymous.com. I'm your host of the panel, Tony Mango, main man over at Fanboys Anonymous. And joining me on this podcast, we've got Chris the Dace Man. Dace. Hey, 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 I apologize in advance.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've got Caroline Oliveira.
1: Hello.
0: And Eddie Sakira. Straight from church.
1: <laughs>
2: yes, that is okay. <laughs> Because we'll be speaking of a controversial subject, you know, nothing better than the house of prayer to do so.
0: Yes, this definitely is going to be a controversial one. So warning for the people that are sensitive about this, the whole, oh, this is my trigger or whatever the hell. Uh, this is going to be something that potentially could get out of hand when it comes to the comment section. So I do want to stress Don't go crazy on the comments.
3: Yeah, don't (laughs) get butthurt.
0: Yeah, if you are in the type of uh, mentality where this is the type of thing you don't agree with, then you don't have to necessarily agree with it, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's the political correct way for me to say you're a bigot asshole. But, um, (laughs) you know, don't start making people feel uncomfortable in the comment section and stuff. Voice your opinion. You could have a political debate and stuff like that, but... Don't make it a hate speech thing. Uh, We are officially calling this Meeting the Order, and if you haven't already figured it out by now because you're on uh, iTunes or Stitcher and you can't see the title or something like that, then this uh, podcast is going to be about the LGBT culture when it comes to geek entertainment. And we're going to touch on a couple of different subject matters here. I'm basically going to run this down through a bunch of different characters, but we're going to branch off and we're going to talk about different subjects and just kind of spit out whatever we want to spit out about it. And whatever comes out, that's what comes out. So no set amount of, like, part one's going to be this, part two's going to be that. Whatever happens, happens. So the way I kind of wanted to start this off with is... Uh, very, very basic way, but it's something that kind of sets the precedent for it. The Comics Code. Uh, For those who don't know what the Comics Code is, it was back many, many decades ago when people had a different perception of the comic book industry. That used to be for little kids more so than anything else. And there were a bunch of people that thought it needed to be regulated in a way that Kind of like when we have like the you know rated R films and you know kids can't see them because it's rated R, there's NC 17, that kind of stuff. We went through the whole thing with uh not safe for work stuff last month on the geek, uh, group meeting, but they look, looked at it that way and they said we've got a bunch of rules here. One of them is that you can't have like drug use, one of them is a different set of violence that can happen, can't happen because it shouldn't have, like, you know, really super bloody characters and stuff. Like, vampires, for one reason, uh, were, like, off-limits and shit. Uh, But one part of it was actually about homosexuality. And there was a big, big hubbub kind of shit about Batman and Robin, the two most iconic characters that you can get when it comes to comics other than Superman. A lot of people still even to this day, had accusations that Batman and Robin were a gay couple because they would show them, like, laying in bed together and, like, some really kind of, like, awkward things that were, like, kind of hitting at it and stuff, but they never, ever established that that was true. They just happened to be, like, look at Robin. He's pretty goddamn feminine in those days. <laughs> He's got the little pixie uh slippers and, you know...
3: I don't think the 1960s show helped much either.
0: No, not at all. Uh, Adam West doesn't come off as like an Arnold Schwarzenegger type or something. Like comes off as a bear. Like a right. bear bag. <laughs> And uh, some people have even played Batman in that way. I mean, um, George Clooney at one point, he said that he basically played Batman and Bruce Wayne as being a closet homosexual in Batman and Robin. Because
3: George Clooney is.
4: Yeah, he might be.
0: You never know. I could explain a lot. Wait, For isn't he married now?
3: Yeah. Facade. There were, too many people <laughs> were calling yeah. him. Yay, married so to Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise looking out of the closet! <laughs> That's quite
2: a concept.
0: But uh, Batman and Robin, that was a big set of controversial stuff, and they eventually actually added some other characters specifically to try to get around that, like Batgirl was brought onto the scene because it was like well Batgirl could be a love interest for either Batman or Robin and they've had Batwoman for Batman Batwoman eventually actually became like an icon for the LGBT community because she was one of the first that actually was like flat out admittedly in that kind of uh, spectrum and not somebody who just they sort of played around with it and kind of hinted at it but didn't want to officially it was just like no she is a lesbian there you go, lesbian character and stuff. But um, before, we, we're going to branch the Batman and Robin thing off in a couple different ways, uh, but I'll save some of those topics. What do you guys think about Batman and Robin? Was that something that ever come across to you as that these two were a couple? Uh,
4: Well, somewhat. I mean, I guess growing up, I never really, like, thought too much about it uh but i guess in the later years i mean i okay i love fan fiction all right like sue me like i love pretending that some of the characters that i love have gay relationships to other characters so in my head i love to think that they do have a secret relationship and they really do love each other yeah sue me
3: I think in the 1960s, there would be a good argument to say that Robin was. Batman's kind of hard. He's just, he, to me, he sounded, he looks like Adam West from Family Guy. He's just a crazy old guy running around with a bomb. Um, the newer stuff, I always saw Batman as kind of like asexual. He just didn't need anyone, was a loner, never got a vibe from him that he was like seeking affection, especially from a man. Um, the, the two... I've never read any of the older stuff. So most of the stuff that I'm coming from is like 90s. Um And none of that ever gave me the vibe that they were.
2: Uh, I guess it's my turn. Um I never, ever once thought of any of this stuff. When I was growing up, or as a teenager, or even as an adult, I, it's weird that sexuality is such a big part of any human being's life, but... When it comes to this kind of stuff, I mean, uh, fiction is just one way or another. Maybe not today. Today you have all sorts of types of uh, fan fiction and whatever else, but as long as I was growing up, that was never something you just kind of wonder about. It was, everything was two-dimensional, like, okay, Batman fights crime and that's it. Or, you know, Spider-Man fights crime or the X-Men or whatever, you know, you'd read Lord of the Rings and there's like no sex in there and... I don't know. It was just, it was a different world. You know, I guess, I suppose, like, you know, as a teenager, you know, my frustration of not having a girlfriend or anything of the sort uh, just made me go into that kind of world where it's like, oh, I don't have to worry about sex here because there is no sex here.
0: There's definitely in Lord of the Rings, though. Look at how Sam looks at Frodo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. But you know what? Like, I never ever saw, no, no, really, even in the whole like, uh you know, making fun of, you know, when you're a kid, you know, especially growing up in the, um yeah, I'm a little old, I don't care. And growing up in the late 80s and early 90s, it's like, you know, when you're a kid and it's like everything, you know, you, you just, you call something gay, mm-hmm. you'd call something gay and say, ha, that's totally gay, as in, it sucks. Right. Like, I mean, obviously nowadays I catch myself thinking, ha, that's totally gay and I'm like, Shit, I'm
0: that that doesn't mean it.
2: Yeah, no, not even offensive. Like, it's just like I reprimand myself in in the way that's like that doesn't mean anything anymore.
0: Mm.
2: You know, it's like back in the day, calling somebody a dork actually meant calling calling somebody a penis. Dork (laughs) actually meant penis. Now, really, I learned that from um, the far side. Speaking Uh, of
0: calling somebody penis, I mean, it doesn't help Batman and Robin's case that Robin's name is Dick.
2: Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. (laughs)
0: But That's I, the worst I, I possible guess... choice they could have made. I mean, his name's Richard John Grayson, and they're like, we should call this guy Dick. <laughs> Richard <laughs> John? <laughs> <laughs> You'd think at uh... one point they're like, Richie, Rick, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Fucking, even uh, when they were going to do, they were going to do like a spinoff kind of thing of Smallville, and it was going to be Grayson, and it was going to be following Robin, and they were going to call him DJ on there for like, Dick John Grayson but even John is another (laughs) name
2: yeah exactly or they might go like oh you know what let's change it completely let's just call him like uh, Benjamin yeah BJ we have (laughs) BJ BJ's kind of taken already yeah mm. so I mean there's malice everywhere you want to see it right Right like, I think I think I, honestly I'll be very very straightforward so early in the podcast I think this whole sexuality bullshit is just a big marketing thing I'm not saying it's not sincere sometimes it's not legitimate for instance uh I thought um I know Tony didn't like the movie I think it was Tony uh but Chasing Amy is one of my favorite romantic comedies of all time it's the yeah, best no. romantic comedy of all times uh it's just and it's totally regarding you know it's got totally LGBT fr- like it's in that universe it takes place in that universe and in the conflicts of that universe, but it does it tastefully, you know, it's not, it's not like it's, for instance, uh, the whole Dumbledore is gay thing. Uh One day, I don't know, I was just like, I was just like talking with my sister about Harry Potter or something. And then she's like, oh, I read all the books and they were awesome. The movies are not as good, but they're still cool. And then blah, 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 blah. And suddenly she mentions, that, oh yeah, by the way, the author, whatever her, J.K. Rowland, uh, she mentioned that Dumbledore is gay. I'm like. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, that is so random, that is so useless, that is so, that, that's not a part of that kind of world, you know? Yeah, it it's like, I don't any care. Even, even of, with Luke Skywalker, huh. even with Luke Skywalker and Leia kissed, it, it didn't, that's not what the movie is about. It's not about the incest. It's not about the, it's not about that. You know, and Han Solo hooking up with Leia. That's not what it's about. Obviously, when I grow up, I'm like, "Hey, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna banger. That's cool." <laughs> and, I'm like, I don't if, care. You know, I, I, I never cared about that stuff.
0: What if the first draft to Return of the Jedi was all about the incest? <laughs> <Like> <laughs> well, no, that's actually that was instead actually of them getting Han Solo. It's like Leia's going, "Like, we gotta get Han," and Luke's like, "Ah, do we really?" <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to Batman, though, uh, that is something that they've played around with for years and stuff. And like I said, with, you know, you can make the dick jokes and stuff like that, they obviously have made jokes about this over the years. And one of the best representations of that was the SNL TV Funhouse sketches of the ambiguously gay duo, which clearly were Batman and Robin. I mean, they were just ersatz versions of them. And they played that trope up immediately and to, like, a 10 out of a 10 kind of blatantly obvious and that was the whole joke of the whole thing was just like them rubbing up on like a the car was shaped like a giant penis and it, everybody's just like you don't see this shit and they're like what that's our car like
4: <laughs> yeah
0: But that was a great way to like make fun of the situation like that and that's not making fun of gay people it's making fun of look at how gay these two characters used to be even though they're not gay like uh, I always thought that, that was a great send up of that some people probably could have been offended, but did you guys think that that was offensive?
2: I don't know what offensive is. Like, honestly, like, you can throw anything in my face, like, it won't be offensive. So I'm not a good judge of offensiveness.
3: What about you, Dace? Is that something that was, like, crossing the line? Oh, absolutely not. And I, I think it gave us uh, two great actors out of that, too. That's where Stephen Colbert and Steve Carell kind of got their foot in the door for Saturday Night Live. Colbert is was it? one of them? Colbert was, uh, I believe A and G, I think it was Corel. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Rob Smigel is the one who created it and he usually did the other voices like, you guys are on a dick. And they're like, oh, I don't see it. It's like, it's my like car. I didn't think it was offensive. I think it was funny. It was, it was more so making fun of Batman and Robin than it was like the gay community. So mm-hmm. just the fact that they're oblivious to riding dildos to the street. <laughs> <laughs> Well, eventually
0: they got to a point where they decided let's have kind of, um, kind of the same, kind of a little different. There's been not anywhere near as much uh, when it comes to Batman and Robin in, in comparison, but some people have, of course, like Caroline mentioned, she checks out the fan fiction and stuff. I guarantee there's fan fiction out there of Batman and Superman. And oh yeah. Eventually, it got to the point where they made uh, Wildstorm made the, the Authority, a group of characters, kind of their own like darker justice league and two of them the different versions of batman and superman Midnighter and apollo are a gay couple and they are flat out a gay couple they've been married they kiss on the panels that kind of stuff like that uh and that was something that of course rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and it was just like we can't see this and stuff you know the people that are really like anti this whole entire thing and stuff now, and, i can just stand out
3: of your vaginas
0: yeah, I mean, like, I don't get the problem with it. I can understand when, like, they take a character and they change a character, how some people can be upset. And that applies to pretty much anything. If you make, like, um, I, I mean, it's hard to say because it's like...
3: You're doing it just to do it because if you look at, like, characters we're going to get into later in this conversation, like Colossus and uh, Iceman, you just change them to change them. There was nothing leading up in the 40 years of history they had that they're going to turn gay.
0: It was just comes to race in characters. We'll Mm -hmm. eventually do a big podcast about that, so I don't want to touch too on it. But like, Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm offended. I'm offended. (laughs) I just (laughs) accidentally googled. I accidentally googled something I shouldn't have regarding uh, Batman and Superman. And oh, I'm sure stuff, stuff, (laughs) stuff showed up. (laughs) Do not go to the image board Caroline's like, give me that. Yeah, no, it's not the image. It's not. It's not really the images that bothered me. It was the videos that showed up. (laughs)
3: was it a flip book one
2: like you started one
3: page and just like it goes in and now
2: no no. (laughs) (laughs) i I didn't get into it It it's just you had to to press play so thankfully i didn't do it It it's just i wasn't expecting it i'm gonna google
4: that right now (laughs) have fun
2: caroline (laughs) heaven knows i'd love to see poison ivy in batgirl but that's just me
0: uh that's actually a character we'll talk about a little bit later on but um when they take a character and they change them for the sake of it, I can understand how some people can be upset, but only when they get upset because that's not the real character. And a lot of the time, I still think it's not a big deal. People complained about Heimdall. They're like, why is Heimdall black? He's a Norse god. And it was just like, well, who fucking cares? He's a goddamn alien. That's what he is.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but if they were going to change something like, like, I actually personally did not like the idea that uh, Daniel Craig was James Bond and he has blondish hair I was just like dude it's a $10 bottle of hair dye you know you <laughs> <Odris laughs> can buy awesome it, and send it to that's you that's even guys. worse like that kind of stuff does bother me every once in a while and uh, some people are going like well we should have Idris Elba or Idris Elba is it Idris or Idris
2: uh, i I'd 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 say Idris I'd say Idris
0: I think it's Idris so yeah call him Dross <laughs> good old Dross <laughs> <laughs> I call him uh, Heimdall. Whatever. He has <laughs> been rumored to also be a potential candidate for the next James Bond. And some people were complaining, and they were like, "Well, you know, well, we can't have a black James Bond. What's next? We're gonna have a gay James Bond?" And it's like, well, there's a difference here. <laughs> a like,
2: gay woman extradited, uh, yeah. like Afghanistan, Af- Afghani, like, <laughs> like you know, like I dwarf. Uh, I would
0: rather James Bond still AIDS. be a white male because that's what the character has been. But if they went with a black James Bond, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I Personally, I, the problem with Idris Elba that I have is that he's too old, not that he's mm-hmm. black. But you kind of can't change a character like James Bond and make him homosexual because that gets rid of Bond girls.
3: Like <laughs> Bond yeah, guys.
0: Yeah, you can't yeah. just change it over to Bond guys and have the series be the same kind of a thing. You know what I mean? And one of the biggest things that's been going on right now, and one of the reasons why we've been doing, we decided to do this one for our group meeting, Uh, obviously gay marriage is a big issue right now being legalized, but very, very recently a report came out about the new Spider-Man series. And Sony and Marvel had their list of notes that you had to follow. Uh, Peter Parker uh, rules, and then Spider-Man rules if they weren't Peter Parker. One of them, amongst all the other ones, it said, like, he's got to live in New York, he's got to be a kid, he has to have the whole Uncle Ben thing, that kind of stuff. But one of them that people have picked out has been Peter Parker is heterosexual. And people were furious, and they're like, why can't he be gay? Spider-Man, why can't Spider-Man be gay? To me, Miles Morales can be, Mm because he doesn't have a big, like, set of continuity Miguel O'Hara can be. Uh, You know, a lot of these other kind of versions of them. Spider-Ham can be. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Peter Parker, one of his big aspects of his character is his love interests. Whether it's Gwen Stacy, Deborah Whitman, Indira Jamani or whatever. Or, of course, everybody's, like, number one that they go to, Mary Jane. If you got rid of that and you made it like he was interested in Harry Osborn... You've just completely got oh, rid of up, dude. one of, like, the characters for a female to play in these movies. It, there goes the female lead. You don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, pro- a problem that people would then complain about and be like, oh, there's just all men in this movie. There's nothing for men. Okay, well, then you can't have it both ways. I mean, you technically can if you wanted to make him bisexual, but... That it's like, <laughs> why change it for the sake of it? Like, why would you need to change Peter Parker to make him a gay character just to represent the gay community? When Stan Lee even pointed it out, he said, yeah, Peter Parker said heterosexual. Why don't you make a different gay character, a new one and make him really important or mm-hmm. her really important and just be like, just make a new character. You can make new characters all the time. Do you guys think that Peter Parker could be gay, or is that like uh, the type of thing where these people are, you know, blowing it out of proportion and stuff?
3: I personally think it's the minority getting louder than the majority. Uh, there's m- most of us that do read the comics don't even know. Sometimes, like we that leaks and we go, uh, ah, whatever, and we just move on. And then it's the the ones that get a hold of it, and like, well, now we got to take this the Capitol and take down flags and stuff like that. Those guys go crazy, and it, it kind of just amplifies from there. Like you had said, make a new character, Peter. You're trying to force your beliefs now onto Peter Parker. I know he's a fictional character, but you're trying to make him gay for the sake of making him gay. He's got love interests. He does. The poor guy has been through a lot in the latest latest run of the Amazing Spider-Man and shit. He lost his body. He was another man. I, I mean, that's gay enough for you, right?
1: <laughs> so,
3: Doctor <Dr>. Octopus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, man. I had to. I was like, oh, I can't. God is pleased. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean,
3: just don't change a character for the sake of changing a character. There, like you said, he's defined most of his actions and most of his decisions are defined on based of his relationships. Uh, the whole Civil War arc in the comic series he didn't want to unmask because of Mary Jane, because of Aunt May, because of all the people he puts in danger, and it, I don't think you get that sense of. Urgency if he's gay, because the other guy's probably a superhero too. <laughs> <Certainly> <laughs> he's got a crush on Tony Stark. And... Yeah, he's a like, guy oh, he can defend himself. <laughs> he's <laughs> banging Cap on top of the American flag. That'll That's set a sad. lot of people. off. no one's buying that issue.
4: <laughs> I am. Yeah, like, write it up right now.
3: But it's gotta be Boy. Falcon, Captain America, not not Steve Rogers. Well, because then you got to uh, work in the ethnic kind of issues too. You know, interracial flag-banging.
1: <laughs> they Love do have it. a character
3: called the Flag Smasher. <laughs> Is
1: he going after the Confederate
3: flag right now, or am I sidetracking
1: completely?
0: <laughs> what about you, Caroline, though? If you saw uh, somebody like a Peter Parker suddenly become gay on screen or something like that, as a woman, would that kind of offend you to be like, well, why can't he be with Mary Jane?
4: Um, Not really. It would just be... To me, just like you guys been saying, you would just feel really forced. You would just be like a, almost like a marketing strategy um, to make his story somehow more inclusive or diverse or, or or something like that. I mean, I feel like he's just such a well-established character as he as he is. Like I don't see what would be the point of changing his sexuality right now if if they did change it though it wouldn't make me not like him or um i mean that i don't really even like spider-man anyways but it wouldn't you uh... well whatever okay <laughs> L- let me live i'm not hurting anyone um it, it wouldn't really change things for me, but I feel like if I was, if, if that was, like, a character that I grew up with and I was um, invested in, it would just feel almost as if I never really knew that character. Like, if he really was gay, like, why, like, was it all a lie? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, almost, like, I would feel betrayed as a fan. Um and I feel like bottom line is that that's like the worst thing you can do to fans is when you show that character that they grew up with and they really love, they they read all the, the stories, they, they've they seen all the movies, all of a sudden you change them. Oh, yeah, by the way, like they did it with um Dumbledore, like out of nowhere. It just kind of feels, I don't know, like it would make me kind of upset in a way that I just felt that that character was, just, I didn't know that character, that everything was just a lie. Um, so it would just, like, upset me on that level, but not really, you know, if Mary Jane was there or not, like, whatever, bitch, like, bye. I don't really like her either. So, um, but yeah, you know, I just feel like it wouldn't make sense. Like, I would love if Marvel did come up with, like, a very, like, strong character that, you know, just happened to be gay and um, but in, if it was done like as if it's not like a big deal which would be impossible to do right now because mm-hmm. i feel that if they did do that it they'd would they'd
0: exploit the hell out of it
4: oh yeah oh 100%
0: but that brings up a good point though because one of the issues with peter parker that people always bring up and actually one of the reasons why they went back to a teenager for this new series for marvel they say you know the the core of the peter parker character is relatability And the reason that the the character became popular to begin with was because he wasn't a teenage sidekick to an adult superhero. He was a teenage superhero. So teenagers could identify with him. And when he's in the high school years, like, you can identify with him being picked on. And he's got, you know, he doesn't have, like... Superman pretty much has Lois Lane and that's it. Yeah, he's flirted with Wonder Woman and he's got Lana uh, Lang and he's got Lori Lamaris and he really is super into the double L's. Uh, surprised he's not with Lex Luthor at this point, but it's pretty much Superman and Lois Lane and a lot of characters are like that and Spider-Man was like, well, he's flirting with Gwen Stacy and then there's Mary Jane and you got some kind of friction like you would have in high school and college and stuff and I think if you were to change the character to suddenly be a gay character, you've just alienated all the people that aren't gay for the sake of the people that are. And it was like, well, you can't change the one for the sake of changing it to be more inclusive, and then now you've just excluded all those people too. It's kind of self-defeating.
4: And it's not like gay people cannot identify with a character that's just not gay. I feel that... With a lot of the superheroes, at least with, like, friends of mine and my cousins who later in life came out, one of the things that they liked about superheroes and helped them cope in a way when they couldn't come out to their families was that they they all, well, most of them, not, like, Tony Stark, but most of them had a double life. And they Mm -hmm. had to, like, hide things from people they loved because they felt like they couldn't handle the truth, you know? But it wasn't that one of their lives was better than the other. They both were really great, but somehow they just couldn't be connected. And I feel like that's also a valid point. Like, it doesn't matter if, like, a character is really good, it has really good development, and it's something that people can connect to. It doesn't matter if you like penis or vagina or both, or if you're into bondage, or if you like eating shit. Look, like, It doesn't matter if a character a good is one. good. It's good. Oh, do
1: you want to hear more? I oh,
2: have, yeah. Like, a whole oh yeah! Oh yeah! Try me.
0: <laughs> they really better not make Peter Parker a character that's into like fecophilia or
4: something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll like just be like, yeah, Mary Jane's cute and all, but crap on me. That bathroom.
4: Oh man.
0: <laughs> or like, what's the the term? People that are into trees. Suddenly they're like really in the group. Uh, yeah, oh, I'll look, it, I'll look it up. I'll look it up.
4: Yes, uh, please do.
0: Hang on. It's got to have something with, like, Arbor in it or something.
4: Yeah, it's Ar- Ar- Arbophilics or something like that? Hmm. I don't know. I know, but I saw many videos. But very interesting videos. Oh. Huh.
0: Yeah, so those are for the group people out there. But that brings up <laughs> a good idea. Shout out to with my the, <laughs>
1: you,
0: you kind of mentioned the whole, like, the super uh, hero secret identity thing and stuff immediately when I think of uh, when it comes to that stuff, a great representation of that is from X-Men 2, X-Men United where the director of that series, other than uh, some of the offshoots in X-Men 3 and uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine and stuff like that, Brian Singer is gay and he did a great uh, parallel when it came to certain characters like that because the X-Men series has always been about being different whether it's an ethnic thing or a religious thing or a sexuality thing or whatever, it's always been the core of that series. And not only is Ian McKellen, Magneto, you know, a huge icon for the community, but the scene in X-Men 2 where Bobby Drake's parents, Iceman's parents, are flat out having the conversation of coming out with him. And he's saying that he's a mutant. And they even had the line, have you tried not being a mutant? Yeah. You know, that is blatantly obvious, supposed to be a kid coming out to his parents and stuff. And his little brother being, like, uh, opposed to it and stuff like that. And they've recently just changed Iceman to be gay in the comics. They haven't really fully established the situation behind it, but... From my understanding, it was a conversation with Jean Grey that Bobby was having where he was hitting on a bunch of women and saying that they were hot. And she said, because she can read minds and stuff, she was like, Bobby, why are you trying so hard to be like, oh, these women are so hot. We all know you're gay. And it was just like, what? Like, you know, Colossus in the Ultimate series is gay. And um, even before that. North Star became one of the most well-known gay characters in comics because he came out as gay, he was just, you know, flat out. North Star is a gay X-Men character and stuff like that, and he became a big icon and stuff like that. Uh, you had said beforehand about Colossus being gay, or that you didn't know that he was, I
3: think? I didn't, and it, that kind of bugs me because he had such a intense story arc with Kitty Pride, and a lot... A- held the biggest decision which eventually I think uh, got him killed was he tried to save Kitty and then Kitty did the same thing later on in the same issues. so it kind of well this is the ultimate series oh I don't read that shit
1: <laughs> so that's,
0: that's the different maker like uh, there's no connection with him and Kitty in that one he's just I think it's like him in North Star actually um, Iceman 1 though that is the, the normal continuity I think yeah which... Iceman's had some kind of relationships with different people in the past, but uh, I don't know, like, I think of that as kind of... I'm disappointed if, that Iceman is the one that they went with.
3: As Ice, long as it doesn't change his character to the core, like, they go, oh, he's gay, and then they just, he, he's not out, like, the next block, he's banging dudes for Suddenly the hell he's
0: it. very flamboyant and yeah. very, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know? Like, you can be Iceman and still be Iceman and you just happen to be gay. like mm-hmm. You know, and now he's not like... I always thought it was stupid that he wore a stupid bandana because <laughs> mm. it was just like, what the fuck are you wearing a bandana for? You're Iceman. <laughs> yeah. But like, if they changed it now where it's like a rainbow bandana, it would just be like, oh, give me a goddamn break.
4: Yeah, but trying too much. Like, it's...
0: If I would have went with a character for X-Men to change, I would have made Beast Guy. Yeah, that makes sense. He always struck me as that kind of a character that like... He like never a bear. Really...
1: not
0: not like the stereotypical kind of thing of him being like very gentle and like astute and stuff like that but he always kind of struck me as like they never really put him with a lot of people like wolverine is just sleeping with everybody and scott is with gene and emma frost and even um doing the whole thing with magneto and professor x like there was always kind of like some kind of a sexual tension there they're they're not supposed to be
1: mm-hmm.
0: but people can read into it that way especially when you see uh, ian mckellen kissing patrick stewart
1: yeah <laughs> like, uh, yeah.
0: i would have gone with beast not iceman and i think the reason that they went with iceman was because he wouldn't have been like the obvious choice and he's kind of like i don't know like the uh the younger male character would identify with the younger male audience and stuff more like a teenager who is going through that right now wouldn't be like, well, I can look at beast and that'll give me the courage to come out or whatever, but I can look at Iceman and that kind of thing. And I don't know. I kind of look at that as like speaking from an outsider's perspective. I don't think that really matters. I would have gone with just beast anyway, because he seems like better character for it.
1: Yeah.
3: Makes more sense. Plus, he's really educated and stuff like that. So you're taking a womanizer and just making him gay. Why not make the astute one? Because Bobby's always, to me, been a background player. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Beast is more to the forefront. He's always in, like, politics, science. He's an Avenger. So he, he would have had a bigger impact.
0: And he could also actually, since he's one of the teachers there, one of the professors, he can kind of represent that idea of, like, We're learning from a total womanizer asshole like Wolverine and we're learning from a stuck up Boy Scout douchebag like uh, Cyclops and we're learning from this really strong female character in Storm and also we have a gay professor in Beast and we've got a wheelchair handicapable character in Professor X like you know that kind of and then normal well not normal. I'm far from normal when it comes to Jean Grey because she's totally nuts, but I don't know. That's my like nitpicking of that kind of stuff because I think you can change these characters, but you need to pick certain ones.
3: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, Beast would have made much more sense. He he's also he can console the younger generation better than someone like Bobby. <laughs> like Bobby, Bobby's a joke cracker, so. You can't really hit hit it at home with any kind of in-depth material with Bobby, whereas Beast could drive it home a lot better because he's, like I said, more intellectual and such.
0: What do you guys think about, if you do know, I mean, I assume that a lot of people would be like, who? But uh, the original Green Lantern, Alan Scott, they made him gay a couple years ago to kind of make him stand out.
2: Good option or just... Who the fuck is that? It's for the sake of it. It's for the sake of it. It's just, I really think it's just some marketing. I'm gonna, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in a better perspective. When you have characters that, uh, go on and on for decades, you know, Spider-Man and Superman, especially Superman and, uh, whoever else, Batman, and there comes a point where you've recycled the franchise so much, there is nothing left to do but make them gay. You know, maybe 10 years from now, oh, they do yoga and are vegetarians. Or vegans, rather. You know, it's, 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 yeah, it's just.
4: Right? What? No, <laughs> so being vegan and doing yoga. Like, never mind.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't catch what you guys said. But uh, the point is, um, it's just, it's just, it's so obvious that it's just for the sake of marketing. I don't care that, uh, th- maybe there was a backstory with a character or two. Because that's that is so irrelevant. It's like saying, uh, you, know, you might as well show the characters going to the bathroom, you know, you know, in a panel or two. Because you know, they, they have to. They're human. You know, it's like, oh, they're human, so we have to talk about their sexuality or allude to it. It's like, okay, allude to it, it's fine. Like, but don't create a whole culture behind it. Like, ah, oh, now we're gonna make Spider-Man gay. You know, like, okay, sh- do it. You know, do it tastefully. Don't. Put a fucking pride flag in you know in every scene of the movie that's what I'm saying uh I know that's not being done, which is cool uh but he, here's the thing it's all franchises and there's only this is why I always remember there's one character uh that nobody's ever gonna question, and it's probably the richest character in the history of pop culture, and that's Calvin and Hobbes because there's never gonna be any bullshit surrounding that character, and it's in everybody's hearts you know. So, I don't know, you can, that's kind of my, that's kind of my, my view on it. I, I see it as nothing other than a marketing, uh, strategy, right? Yes. you got a see? And and God is cool. I mean, he's cool. I've been talking, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know what? It's it's cool to be gay, but just you know, like, do it in in style if you're gonna make movies with your character characters and stuff." Like Carolyn pointed out, you know, these are characters that people grew up with, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Eh, we were just bullshitting you. Here's what we're gonna do now." You yeah. know, it, it's it, it's kind of. I know what it you're doesn't going make any for. sense. You you can't t- you can't take this stuff seriously. This is why I can't take these characters seriously anymore. I used I, to when I was a kid, and then I just. There's a franchise here, then another franchise there. You know, there's Marvel, whatever. Then there's versus, like meets DC or versus DC or if there was such a thing in the past. I don't know. It, that's what – unfortunately, the, uh, this mishandling of the, of the franchises is, is what kind of made me drift away from comics.
0: But it's kind of funny that you bring that up because like the uh, the marketing and how they make everything sensationalized and stuff because that, I think it's kind of – Uh, It ties into sort of my argument that I always have about the, quote, strong female character, end quote, where I have no problem whatsoever if a woman is kicking ass on screen because women can do that. I hate when a woman is kicking ass on screen because she's a woman. No, Uh that
2: makes no sense. Black Widow.
0: Black Widow is perfect in uh, Winter Soldier. Especially totally. the opening scene. Like uh, you know, they're on the boat and she's just doing the same shit that Captain America's doing. And not once in that scene do I sit there and go Yeah, but uh but she's got a vagina. Like <laughs> right. it's like no, she is a trained assassin. She's fucking these people up because she's a trained assassin. But I hate it when a movie'll come out and it'll be like like this Supergirl TV show. I watched the pilot and it beats you over the head with this idea. It goes, there's literally like five lines in this one episode that revolve around the idea of her being a girl and that that's supposed to be like risque. Like oh, there, there is a scene in it where she has not used her powers in like forever. And she never fights anybody anyway. So she's not like a trained fighter and she's fighting somebody who not only is one of the worst criminals in Krypton's history, but he's also twice her size and he has a weapon and this army general goes she's not going to stand a chance and the other this woman goes why cuz she's a girl and it's like no because she's a fucking teenager who doesn't know how to fight and she's fighting a trained criminal with a fucking axe right <laughs> like it but it's like logic. Oh, because she's a girl she can't fight no, and I hate that stuff about it, man, that
2: sounds like some cheesy dialogue from Roadhouse or something <laughs> like... right
0: I mean it's like it's blatantly obvious in the entire thing. I keep saying that tonight. I hate that. I apologize for all the times I'm saying blatant.
2: It's better but... than but 'em, but', but'em yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> who got they that?
0: Just really, really want to beat that into your head of like uh, the commercial says it's not a a bird, it's not a plane. It's not a man. And it's like, I know. I know it's not a man because it's Supergirl. The drone. So if it was a man named Supergirl, that series would be wrong because she is Kara. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: It'd be perfect right. for this
0: conversation, though. You know, Transgender. It would be. Like, I'm surprised they don't do that kind of stuff. But that kind of mentality of, like, we're going to do this thing to be more politically correct, but we're going to point it out to you. Defeats the purpose of being politically correct. Like, you can have a character like Renee Montoya and even Maggie Sawyer in the comics and stuff. These are two cops in Metropolis and Gotham City. Renee Montoya is a lesbian. And not once in the animated series did I sit there and go, she might be gay and, uh, you know, whatever. It was just like, oh, Renee Montoya is a cop. She's a good cop. Right. She's a better cop than Harvey Bullock because he's a fat, drunken pig of an asshole. And Rene Montoya is a good cop, so I don't care that she's a lesbian. I don't need to see her pine yeah that was just wr-
2: that was just wrong, man you know it it's it's <laughs> drunken asshole of a pig, not drunken pig of an asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's one of them drunken pig asshole type yeah wow. but, you know no,
2: like, no, they no, don't, that's not cool
0: they don't broadcast it as like Rene Montoya is this character that needs to represent the lesbian community or something like they are in the Gotham series, and I know you watch that days they've made Barbara Gordon bisexual and she's got a relationship with Renee Montoya. They made her a slut. And... (laughs) But, like, Renee Montoya's gotta be, like, she's done nothing but be the former flame of Barbara. And was like, well, shit, she's supposed to be a good cop. Can't you have her, like, solving a goddamn crime?
4: You know what it is? I feel that, um... And I don't want to say writers, but, like, people that are doing these TV shows, especially in some movies, they are just, being like so lazy when it comes to character development. I think that they say, oh, and um, she's a cop and she's gay. Like, that's enough description to make a character layered and complex and real. You know, it becomes, it becomes, like, one of their selling points. And... That's not what we had in the comic books, like you said, like she's a good cop, like that was like the biggest thing about her. But no, you know, she's 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 a little bit lesbian and she had an affair with Barbara, and that's who she is, and that's just sh- sh- retarded, <laughs> silly, stupid. And people don't like the word retarded. I
0: was just going to say now people are going to be like, oh, my God, I'm offended yeah. because you're talking the, the gay people. You're talking about I'm, I'm changing sorry. races. Now you're saying retarded. I hate this fucking fanboys. at all. And sorry. if you're one of those people, fuck off. <laughs> God damn it. You know what I mean? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they don't need to do that kind of stuff. They they've been hinting out now that Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn have had a relationship and that's fine. I don't care, you know. Poison Ivy's always struck me as a character that could totally be lesbian and they've really hit on it a, a lot over the years of her hating a lot of like men and stuff. Yeah. Which And Harley Quinn I...
4: had a such an abusive relationship with the Joker for so long that I I, I felt that, you know, I don't know, Dave says that Poison Ivy is a player or whatever. I don't, I'm not, I don't know. She might be. But I just feel like their relationship is just so sweet and is nice. that she's a plant. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said player. <laughs> no, no, she's a
3: slut, but also a plant.
4: Oh, okay.
2: Androphilia.
4: <laughs> there you go. You There's a chlorophyll
0: Chlor joke here somewhere.
4: <laughs> oh, God. I <I'd> chlorophyll
3: her. <laughs> there uh-huh. you go. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. We're dancing around <laughs> it, but... <laughs> Oh,
4: God is laughing. God
3: is laughing.
0: Sam. (laughs) (laughs) That makes a, you know, with the Harley Quinn situation, yeah, she had this horribly abusive relationship with the Joker. That might kind of turn her off against men, at least for a little bit or something in the comics, because that happens. You know? Mm -hmm. People run into that situation. People will be, like, abused as a kid, and then... They grow up to be like asexual, or um, you know they they grew up and they were unfortunately like molested or something, and then that warped their perception of things. And um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's absolutely. Like, you know, I don't mind that kind of a thing. Although I do kind of find it a little bit annoying in a way that they changed Catwoman to be bisexual, because one of her backstories, you know, they changed it over the years. Of course, she's not as like confusing as the Joker where you don't even know his goddamn name, but like he, uh, has his like absence of a backstory and Catwoman has a couple backstories. One of them is that she was a prostitute. And one of the characters that is associated with that kind of a story is Holly Robinson. And Holly Robinson has been somebody who is a lesbian, to me, it was like, well, you've already got Holly Robinson. Does Catwoman need to be bisexual? Because we always we know that Catwoman is like pretty much the one for Batman. Yeah. You can only really argue Talia and Catwoman, and maybe Vicky Vale, because nobody's going to be like, no, that's Silver St. Cloud. goddammit. it, like
1: <laughs> but, Robin
0: or Robin. Right. Robin is the woman for Batman. It's so many or of Alfred. them because they all turn well, on. <laughs>
2: But like any, any any news on the uh, any scoops on the uh, sexuality of Alfred? He's the asexual. Alfred's
0: one. had uh, relationships in the past. He had a daughter too. I a know. dog? Daughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay.
4: A dog. Well, well technically, excited.
0: technically they've had a dog.
2: He's the ally. Oh shit, that's fucked up.
0: Ace it's the, the backhound.
2: Hey, but hey, 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 hey! You can't judge. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> they
0: should <laughs> be to mean, get like, married. It, they, they, they changed Catwoman to be bisexual, and I think that's because she's a very sexual character, and they kind of want to just play with it, you know, because there's probably some people out there, and they're probably just like, oh, it was so hot that Catwoman was kissing this chick, and it's like, right, it's a cartoon, dude. Like,
4: <laughs> oh, I mean, but people marry their pillows, so oh, I'm those sure that
0: they're fucked off,
4: though. <laughs> <laughs> like... No,
2: no, 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 break, okay, and In- intermission just for this. What the uh, fuck are you talking about?
4: What? You don't know? Like
2: the I kind of don't. I I, I really, <laughs> really want to now.
3: That pillow is a good listener, a good cuddler, and doesn't forgive me sass back. So I will marry that pillow in a heartbeat. Hey, that cuddle yeah. supports me. Yeah. Or at least yeah. my neck at night. I put that pillow <laughs> wow. between my legs. It goes to town. No, don't fuck around. Apart. Is this for
2: real? Don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. Is this for real?
4: Yes. Yes.
2: No, no, no. I don't, I don't believe it. No.
4: No, I don't believe go, it. I'm serious. Like, check it out. If you look for
2: um, waifu pillows. Nah, it's made up. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, it's not. Big guy it's says an actual so. thing. Okay, no, I've actually seen actual pictures Okay, cool. I'm going to Google have, like, this. If I'm not satisfied, meeting. if I'm not satisfied with the Google results, I'm calling I'm calling shenanigans.
4: <laughs> okay,
0: then. Hang
2: on, hang on. What's your
0: pillow? Uh, Waifu.
4: Waifu?
0: A I F U, I think. Mary
4: Corrine. Um, uh, like, you F- As in face?
3: No, okay, yeah. So, like, fuck you.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. If you're a doll. There's like a Wi Fi <laughs> thing that's gone weird, like, do you like
1: Philo?
0: Yeah, it's Wi Fi that's fucked up from Comcast.
3: Oh, no wonder she'd always Bye, like,
1: fuck you. paint
3: <laughs> pictures on their pillows? I never thought of doing that.
4: Yeah. It but will, see, you, you
0: that, brings up, that brings up a different point entirely while Eddie is uh, researching this and hopefully not typing with one hand. Look at the uh, ass on that one. <laughs> If you've got this idea, this mentality of we need to change characters to be more representation of different people, like, uh, you know, a transgender character and stuff like that. I'm fine with that to an extent, as long as it works. I mean, we've already established, like I said, you should make Beast gay, because that makes sense, and, you know, Apollo and Midnight are cool, fine. Um, But, like, at what point do we just get where people start complaining about every little thing? Because people do that now. Yeah, exactly,
4: and they're not gonna stop, because complaining about things is
0: Fun. Like, are we just oh, at yeah. the point now where totally. like somebody's going to complain and be like, "Well, I really don't like how the Flash doesn't that he's flirting with Iris West. He should be flirting with a pillow because that yes! makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> That'd like, be
1: like, awesome. <laughs> you can't
0: be all inclusive for everybody, and not to say like if you stand out, that's kind of one of the things you just got to deal with, but you know this of course is not a good parallel but it's the best i can come up with i don't drink i don't smoke and i don't do any any drugs at all and <laughs> i yeah <laughs> i am totally fine with the idea that like to almost everybody that's fucking weird and i don't know have any conversations i have to have with people where they're like so you don't drink anything ever like at all like you don't even drink beer and i'm like no and if they were like, well, we don't want to invite him out to a bar because what's he going to do? I'd be like, oh, that makes right. sense. You know, yeah. not like, I'm terribly offended. You need to invite me out to this kegger and I can watch everybody drink.
3: Cake stands
4: Woo, Tony.
2: Hey, yeah, you can totally yeah. get drunk like, uh, uh, you know. like Drunk on Powerade? On osmosis.
4: <laughs>
2: no, I mean. Like, drunk
4: on sugar. That's what I do.
2: Contact drunk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sort of. You know, the fumes of the alcohol will kind of get you there. Like I haven't, like, dude. I haven't had alcohol like in over a year, and honestly, like, what's the big deal? Like, I don't miss it at all, and I feel better. And you know, yeah. Like, and I no, just, I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. Whatever. I don't do any of that stuff, and I'm totally, I'm totally fine. I don't, I don't get it. You know.
0: Yeah, and I stand out that way, and I'm not sitting there complaining about like, you know, well, why aren't there more characters? Like wh- every freaking TV show, people drink, and there's some TV shows that are entirely about people drinking and stuff, right? And, You know, like a movie like Beer League or whatever it was. I didn't go see that movie, but I didn't not go see it because it's about drinking. I went to... I didn't go to see it because it looked stupid, (laughs) and it didn't have good reviews. But I would have perfectly gone to go see it if it looked funny. It wouldn't have been like, well, you gotta make a movie about non-drinkers. And when people complain about, like, diversity in comics and movies and TV shows and stuff, and... They would take a character, you know, like, uh, I don't know, let's was pitching a random character here. Like, if you've got the Avengers, and if somebody was like, well, why can't Hawkeye be gay? Why does he have to have a family? Well, then why does he have to be gay? Like, why? Right. You know, like, can't he have a family? Nobody else has a family.
3: He needs the family right. so we can kill them later.
0: Yeah. So we can kill him in Civil War, and then he can fight on the side that wants to have the registration.
1: Yeah.
0: And if that doesn't happen, I'll be upset, (laughs) but you know, like you should make things more diverse because it's not the way that it used to be. I mean, comics were made back in an era where people like were prosecuted or persecuted, not prosecuted, uh, (laughs) persecuted for being different in a lot of ways. And even when it comes to women in comics, like Lois Lane used to be a total pushover and she was just kind of like, well, I've got my apron on. I'm going to make Superman some cookies. And then now it's like she is a badass kind of like, I'm the feisty one of the two. And Superman is the one who's, you know, the wimp and stuff. Probably fine. I mean, you should change it as time goes on, but you shouldn't change for the sake of it being a publicity thing. Right.
2: Well, here's the thing. Like, uh yeah, I agree. I'm like, just... It, stuff happens for the sake of it. And like, uh, for, if you look at movies, comedy movies, uh, back in the whatever decades, now there's so much more like marijuana and pot culture going on that like there have been some great movies, especially from like, uh, that whole, uh, Seth Rogen, uh, yes. kind of Jonah Hill. Was that his name? Jo- Jonah Hill. Uh,
4: Jonah Hill. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There you go. Yeah. yeah. The, dude, I saw this movie. What was it? The, the end of the world or something? This the world is the ends. End? Oh, my God. That movie was so fucking funny. I was not expecting it to be so funny. And it totally revolves around potheads. Right. It totally revolves around potheads. And it's hilarious. Like, it's... You know, like, I've never... I I don't like... I don't care much for pot and all that stuff. The whole culture that comes with it. But that was... I, I love that movie. So, I mean, it's just saying, like, yeah, okay, I don't care if a character's gay. But just don't, you know... Don't define him. We'll start defining him by his sexuality. I mean, although sexuality yeah. defines everybody, you know, you know, every individual is defined by their sexuality one way or another. That doesn't mean that you're going to display a work of fiction that's usually PG thirteen or at best rated R, uh, and revolve that around his him being gay or something. You know, make don't make that a selling point. Don't make that the tagline of the movie. You know, yeah,
0: because like, you don't do that with the heterosexual characters.
2: But exactly. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, 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 Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I unfortunately, you know, before the podcast, I was like, you know what? Yeah, these movies, you know, they keep like waving now this like gay pride in my face. And I'm like, I don't wave my heterosexual pride in anybody's face, so I'm like, oh shit. How many times have I bragged about having banged this chick and that chick? And then I remember Barney Stinson, and then I remember Joey Tribbiani, and then I remember all sorts of alpha male, uh, you know, like uh, like totally like macho, hetero dude have banged all the, you know, every chick on the face of the earth. And I'm like, maybe you can't get away from it, you know, like now we're finally starting to see the other side, maybe because, you know, homosexuals are still, you know, a minority. I mean, who knows what God has in store for us in the past several centuries, but. Oh, you wouldn't you, what would you like to know? <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh so I mean it just occurred to me like we're so used to the you know like the whole you know being straight is normal that it's gonna strike us kind of weird and who knows what's gonna happen next Wait, night.
4: I would say being a straight male is normal because whenever we see a female character who's sleeping with a bunch of different guys she's just a slut
2: mm-hmm. you Turtle know slut. Well, I I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking like gay, like you know, uh, gay uh, stuff. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's all revolving, uh, it's all revolving around sexuality, one way or another. We just don't Mm -hmm. see it because we're so used to it. You know, like uh, when we see a character that's like, oh, he's 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 gonna get, he's gonna catch them all, and uh, (laughs) Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, he's you know he's gonna catch them all, and it's like. Is that why
0: That's Ash normal. never really uh did anything with Misty? He was more into Brock.
4: Uh, <laughs> who is it?
0: Brock is the man. I mean,
2: he, he did is, turn a yeah. frying pan into a drawing oh pan.
4: Oh my god. Dude, I know that was coming.
2: <laughs> oh, right, right. Don't you don't you, don't you see? I mean, prom, you know, heterosexual promiscuity, you know, from a male standpoint is fine. It's normal. Anything else outside of that is kind of weird, slutty or freak or whatever like yeah like caroline said if a girl does it uh then we're gonna, we're gonna we can get into anthropology here but whatever uh, for the sake of it you know let's keep going if a girl does it she's a slut so you know what if you know the next character you know like supergirl if they make supergirl like a super slut <laughs> you know what's so, <laughs> so what's i mean what's what's the criteria name. i mean a lot of guys will watch that totally I'm like oh yeah she's getting plowed and she's like yeah because it, her character revolves around this so you, you can't, you can't not display it one way or another. Even if you're just alluding to it, you don't have to show the porn or anything. I'm just saying, just allude to it constantly. And you're working up this sexual tension in between the fans and the characters. And then this is why you see a fucking Korean guy marrying his pillow, right? Because it's got a fucking manga character. Uh, I am totally buying one on right it. now. I, I, I know you just click purchase because there was only one left. And then I tried to purchase it and then it said sold out. That's <laughs> how I roll. Yeah, I'll be, oh yeah. And in two days, I'll be rolling with
3: her. What
2: up? Whatever. I got the red haired one. No,
3: there's another one with like face down, ass up. I know I'm completely sidebarred but you know that's
2: the one I got, dude. <laughs> but there's like five left, so you can still get it.
3: Oh, <laughs> I don't want to be jealous. I don't want to be like a slut and have two pillows. So I'll just oh, yeah, that one, one of them might be
2: jealous. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> Anyways, back to the topic, what were we talking about? All
0: right, so uh, something to just kind of play off this idea. We've already talked about a bunch of different characters. We've talked about, I guess, like the repercussions and stuff and whatever like that. But if you were given creative control and you could either make up a new superhero that was either transgender or lesbian or gay or bisexual or whatever the case may be, or you could change a different one. And this goes for movies, TV shows, comics, whatever, you know, that that kind of stuff. What would you do? Would you go with more of changing a character? And if so, who and why? And if you would go with making up a new character, pitch the idea. Who wants to go first?
3: I'll go. I would change Miss Marvel and Spider-Woman because I want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. Uh, I, I, I think we just create new characters. There's a bunch of characters already established with a, a legacy and I even if, when they do make a character gay or whatever, it really doesn't impact what they're doing anyway. It's just kind of like, hey, he's gay. So just make new ones and then maybe make that kind of a hero for them to lean on. Why do you need to take the stuff we already created? But Miss Marvel and Spider-Woman, they should fuck. Oh, God. Caroline,
0: Eddie, what kind of, uh, what do you think?
4: I would definitely create a new one. I think that um, it'd be really refreshing to see a new superhero that we grow with, just like we did with um, Spider-Man and Batman. Like, we've known these characters for so long, so why can't we just make a new one, a fresh one, that just happens to be gay? And so that way we would see what that character goes for you, you know? Not only finding out about his powers, but also, like, trying to figure out about himself and doing it in a very tasteful way, in a way that wouldn't alienate any of... any person with of any, like, sexuality. It would just be another um quality of that character. It, it wouldn't be, like, a defining thing about that character. It would just be, like, a side note. Oh, by the way, you know, they're gay and... It doesn't affect the fact that, it doesn't affect the fact that that's awesome. It doesn't change the fact that that character still could be a really good character that would, um, connect to a bunch of different people.
0: What about you, Eddie?
2: I second that. It's just, you know, if you create a character, um, for whatever reason, if it, if, if it fits in the plot, it's all, you know, everything is about story. Everything is about plot. And, uh, if the character develops in, to so to a certain point where his sexuality or her sexuality will emerge, that's fine. If I may point out a character in uh, the Preacher series, there's a guy who actually likes to fuck animals. But that makes oh, I mean, that, the preacher, take, preacher takes Preacher takes <laughs> Preacher takes place in the deep south, you know, and it's and uh, I mean, he's just displaying the kind of uh the, that whole like the whole stale environment where everything seems really really backwater. You know, I'm not criticizing those who might want to, you know, whatever, adventure themselves with the um, a uh, member of the another op- uh, species, you know, the op- whatever. But however, you know, I'm just saying it is backwater. It's a dark comic, and you know, it's there's just one of the guys. uh There's like I think it's one. Of, there's like two brothers, okay. and one of the guys is like, you know, he's just you know, oh, there's a German Shepherd kind of sleeping there, and there's an allusion to it. <laughs> Obviously, he's like, hey. So he looks at the German Shepherd and says, nice night. Wow. And then, and then after that, you just, you assume something happened. Like, wow. I, I only saw a couple, I only saw, like, I only read a couple of uh, preacher comic books, but I know that I know for a fact that there has been a lot of allusions to that one character having that kind of sexuality, but there's a place for it. You know, it happens for a reason. It's just, it's, it's really outlining, outlining the, uh, the, the dark atmosphere of the comic. Um, otherwise, I just, I have to say, it's just don't, ugh, you know, just ugh, don't for the sake of it, you know, don't, don't, oh man, out of proportion, you know, Dumbledore is gay. And I, I remember the, uh, when the, when my sister mentioned this Dumbledore is gay thing, I remember I actually read it somewhere online and then I read another article about it. Then another article popped up and then something like that. I'm like, wow, okay, this is totally a marketing scheme. Cause like what? Now people are going to start reading the book again or new fans are going to emerge because, oh, there was a gay character. Oh, now I can totally relate. Like, I don't see it as anything other than just marketing. So I can't really take this stuff seriously.
0: And I'm going to go the total opposite route. I'm going to say, don't make new characters because I'm sick and tired of seeing so many characters. (laughs) (laughs) I look look at the X-Men series and I'm like, holy shit, we've got like hundreds and hundreds of X-Men and I can't tell you anything about any of them other than like, a core dozen like Scott Summers has personality. Who the fuck is Hellion? we like, yeah. I can tell you, you know, a backstory between Wolverine and Jean Grey and, uh, you know, Magneto's got this like really rich backstory and his real hardcore personality and stuff like that. And then you look at Rockslide and you look at sunspot and it's like, you know, Wolf's Bane, pointless characters and stuff like I want people to combine characters more than anything so when somebody says like well you can make a new character yeah you can but at the same time I don't have any confidence that they can like if they were gonna make a new Avenger and it was gonna be like we're making them and they happen to be gay or transgender or whatever I would be like, yeah, you know what? They're probably going to make it with that mentality of let's make a transgender character and all they're going to do is make them transgender and they're going to have no other personality other than that.
4: Right. While you can take
0: a character like, say, Martian Manhunter, he could be bisexual. Hell, he could be bisexual and transgender because he can change his body. And you could just kind of say, well, in Martian culture there's like no difference when it comes to bisexuality. Like everybody just kind of connects through their telepathy. So he can shapeshift into a man or a woman or a black woman or an Asian man, or like he could do any of that kind of stuff as it is. So if he's flexible like that, why not make his perception of love flexible? Or why not take like, say cyborg and make him a gay character or make like, you know, anybody who doesn't have like a, a, firmly established canon, like you don't do it with Superman. Right. You don't do it with Batman. You don't do it with say green lantern or something like that, but you can make like a green lantern gay or something like that. Like you can make Kilowog gay and you can just be, you know, Kilowog happens to be gay. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't care. But if you've already got established Hal Jordan and Carol Ferris, keep him the way he is. Or And that kind of applies, too, with a lot of, like, changing the ethnicity or the gender of characters, because I would be fine with Cyborg being a woman, because Victor Stone is just kind of like, uh, it's Victor Stone. I don't care about Victor Stone. And he could be Victoria Stone. And, like, um... You know, if you were going to change a villain, you can make a villain, any of those kind of things, or you can make a hero, any of those things. It doesn't have to be one or the other, and it doesn't have to be, you know, you can only make, uh, when they made uh, the new Miss Marvel, what's her name, the Middle Eastern one?
3: I stopped wow. reading when they made her Middle Eastern.
0: Because you like Carol Danvers.
3: Yeah, you're I still, I still like... read that series, but I forget. It's, she's got like a Mr. Fantastic type power. It's not even similar to what Miss really? Marvel, yeah, she can stretch or something. Well oh, that sounds stupid. Yeah, Yeah, I I wrote about it, but I didn't read it.
0: (laughs) But, like, they made that up, and they were like, well, let's make her Middle Eastern because we don't have any Middle Eastern things. And it's like, well, did you even need the character? Right. You know, couldn't you have made, if you really went, we don't have any Middle Eastern characters. Couldn't you have made maybe, I don't know, Scott Lang?
3: Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: He didn't need to be Paul Rudd. He could have been...
3: I think her name's Kamala Khan, the new one.
0: Yeah, she sounds like she should be in Star Trek.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or in wrestling.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Kamala Khan with the... <laughs> there
2: was actually a dude called Kamala yeah. a long time ago. She's from Jersey, though. So, woop, woop represent. So was Kamala,
3: I guess. <laughs> Good part of Jersey or bad? Uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. So they oh, got man. as Jersey as they possibly could.
2: <laughs> Ask a New Yorker. This is only bad.
3: <laughs> ask somebody from philly no.
0: and they'll be like oh a place where i don't get shot okay I like
1: <laughs> it. Oh, God.
0: but no i mean i think that it boils down to you you should have more diversity uh but you shouldn't do it for the sake of publicity and you should do it in a sense that like the characters can change over the years but they shouldn't change just because you're getting pressure to do it or because you want to exploit it. And yeah. too many people that are complaining don't see that as the the bad side of things because they just see the positive of that being out there. And I'll say it right now. I mean, people complain about everything. I read something the other day that really just pissed me off. And it's, it's a total sidebar, but it shows the mentality of why people complain a lot, like why that's not a good reason to change a character just because somebody's complaining. Do you guys know that commercial of the peanut butter and jelly Pop-Tarts? Where Yes, that the baby Yeah, he's got your peanut butter while he's got your jelly, and then she's just right. like, hmm, that looks good and whatever, and they go, oh, no, and uh, the one goes, ah, jam it. Yeah. I read a thing that said that there was a petition going out of a bunch of people complaining for two reasons. One, jam it is offensive.
4: My oh my ki- god! Really?
0: My kids are gonna start repeating that because kids repeat everything. And then another it. another group of people going, "That's horrible that you're implying that a baby would be eaten." It's a fucking pop tart.
1: It's a pop tart. Like,
0: you eat pop tarts, and it's a cartoon. <laughs> and even if it was a real baby, it would be a goddamn commercial.
1: They're yeah, you not know, killing a baby
0: on screen, that's... like. But people bitch about anything that they want to bitch about, whether it is a friggin' pop tart baby or it's <laughs> oh man I, wanna... I just saw it
2: it's so whatever like I <sighs>
0: Yeah, it's no reason to complain. And when it comes to people that are viewed as a minority, I think there's so much of a vocal minority. I think Dave's brought that up, vocal minority of like I don't stand out or I don't stand out enough or I feel like I'm different. So I need to fight back. And it's like, well, you know, there's not as many people fighting against you as there used to be. So you don't need to as much. Like if you were to say that, uh, you know, when, when, Iceman came out as gay, a lot of people that I was reading the opinions about were complaining that it was Iceman, not that they made an X-Men character gay. And I think that shows you right there why you shouldn't be complaining um, unless something pops up where somebody says something like that. Like if there was a writer that said, you know, James Bond can't be gay because I hate gay people. Then it's like, dude, that ain't fucking cool. Yeah. (laughs) But if he says James Bond is not going to be gay because James Bond's not gay. Well, you know what? It's been 20 something movies. James Bond's not gay. That's fine. Right. If you want to have a gay spy movie? You can write another spy movie that happens to be about a gay guy. Or you can, if you were like, well, why can't James Bond be a fat woman? All right, well then go see the Melissa McCarthy movie Spy. There you go. Like, I don't know. To me, I think that it's a, a problem, and it's a problem with how people deal with okay. it. But uh, any other thoughts you guys have before we just uh, round this out?
4: Well, I think that um, I agree 100% with what you're saying. I, I, I just wanted to add that, um, like with anything, it's always good to have a limit to things, you know? It's really good in a way that people are talking a lot about div- diversity and realizing that a superhero can be many different things. They don't need to be just a white straight male you know
0: yeah short Um, haircut always saves the woman yes
4: you know and and uh just very muscular and Mm -hmm. just very dashing looking um so it's it's nice it's nice that we're realizing that the idea of perfection of the hero it's not cookie cutter it comes in many different ways because we're human beings so we come in every single shape size whatever um but i also think that we need to in a way restrain ourselves where we're just finding issues with every single thing you will you can try the best you can to create a superhero that will appeal to all different people that are that that's super inclusive and just very like modern with the ideas but you still find people that will not like it <laughs> And we'll find things that are wrong with it and we'll find things that need to be changed. That's just how, just how humans are. We're always trying to change things and improve things and complain about things. But I just think that it's nice that, you know, even the fact that we're having this discussion right now, I don't think that it would have been a thing even a few years ago. So, yeah, it's kind of annoying in a way. And they are definitely coming up with characters just to supply, you know, like, the gay quota or the um, the Middle Eastern... Um, we don't have any Middle Eastern characters. Let's just, like, drop one in. Why, why not? Um, but we just need to go back to the basis of creating characters that are good and well-developed. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to add that.
0: Good way to wrap that up. So... One thing that we do have to do is we just have to plug some stuff, and uh, we're going to go around in a circle here, and we're going to just tell you about some other things that we're working on and some other things that you can follow us on and different social media accounts and all that kind of stuff. Dace Man, go
3: first. Check out the Dace Man Show Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern on MegapowersRadio.com. That's really all we got going. And all the articles I just posted on FanboysNons.com. My fingers hurt. Go read them. And Eddie?
2: Yeah, uh, check out my band, uh, Social Parasites. We're going to be playing, uh, next week an acoustic show. Uh, it's going to be here in Brazil, though. So uh, if you can make it, that'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> God, God anything? A it's, yeah, it's just a, it's not that, I mean, you can get a plane from, uh, JFK and then like, I think this is yeah, a straight flights to Sao Paulo. From to JFK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get, you got to do that too. Uh, never mind. I guess I got nothing. Uh, God. <laughs> I have plans for peace in the Middle East next next year, but um, yeah, I gotta go do that thing in uh, somewhere else first.
0: Gotta go buy yeah, some
2: dolls. Yeah.
4: Um, pillows. <laughs> dolls are a different thing. Don't get it confused.
3: Yeah, that's it. You guys got me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Caroline, anything that you want people to be aware of?
4: Um, yes, aside for Fanboys Anonymous, which I haven't posted in a in a while, I'm sorry you guys, um, working on it. It's, uh, unfortunately, is getting to be a very, very long article, so I'm gonna try to cut it a bit so that nobody kills me. Um, but check out my website, C as in Kerala, Z, zebra, O, F as in fuck you, and X. Um dot com. I'm gonna be posting some really cool things soon. And you can also check out my Instagram, creepy underscore Caroline.
0: Okay, I didn't see X as in
4: X ray or something. X Files.
0: X as in Xylophone. Uh yeah. (laughs) Right, for my nice. side X, of things, X. you can go to smarkoutmoment.com for the wrestling stuff if you are into WWE sports entertainment and whatnot. You can check out the All Talk Show whenever we decide to do that because we do that totally at random. But uh, if you want to be on the live show for that, then you got to follow Facebook.com slash All Talk Show. That's where we alert you when we decide that we're going to do one. And if you can't find it live, then you can always check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can do that on SmartOut Moment, Fanboys Anonymous, and All Talk Show. We're on all three for all three. And, of course, pay attention to everything else coming your way from FanboysAnonymous.com we've got a review point coming up later on this month of Ant-Man whenever we go to see that that's next Thursday right
3: yeah huh
0: yes sir we've got a for real movie club coming up on this Sunday i think days right yes sir righty. right we're going to do the uh, Mission Impossible films <laughs> for that one and uh, who knows what else we're going to do if you guys want to have like a particular discussion then leave a comment below tell us what you want to hear and see and think about and bitch about whatever And we will try to do that. Uh, Of course, we're going to try to do everything in gay culture because that's what we're here for. But for now, this meeting is adjourned. Thank you for listening, everybody. Leave your comments below. Tell us what you think about these different subjects. Tell us if you think certain characters should change and if they should change, why? And if certain characters shouldn't, why not? And of course, uh, I have to reiterate, try to keep things where you're not just arguing and bickering with each other. That's not what we're doing here. But um, nonetheless, that's it for episode 21. Uh, We will see you next time, everybody. Adios.